Welcome to the A to Z of Things Unseen. Today, we're covering tea for touch. I'm Emma Barnett, I'm the women's editor for The Telegraph, and I also present on BBC Five Live and Radio 4. I've chosen the word touch because of what it means to me, and I think having somebody give you a hug or a squeeze on the shoulder is underrated. Being a journalist who writes as well as broadcasts, I can connect with people through the power of words, through the power of my voice, but there's nothing that replaces a physical bit of contact either. When you're a journalist, you wouldn't touch somebody in 99% of cases because it's very unprofessional. But there have been scenarios where if somebody's been telling me a difficult story, I have leant across and given them a bit of a squeeze on the arm. I mean, it's very, very rare. Equally, one of the most memorable moments in my kind of high-profile interviews was when I was interviewing Queen Rania of Jordan, and she leant across during the interview when she was really trying to hammer home an argument about peace and love, took my hand in hers and basically said, you know, this is how you need to think about something, Emma, in a very calm and soothing way. And I suddenly was, for a minute, completely putty in literally her hands. So that's happened the other way on to me. Having grown up Jewish and we're not an Orthodox Jewish family, but we attended an Orthodox synagogue. And the Orthodox branch of Judaism has very strict laws about touch, especially between the genders. It's something called, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, shomenigia. It prohibits men and women touching at all. At the end of a Jewish ceremony, the men will go up and shake the hand of the rabbi, and the women don't. They can't, unless that woman is their wife. But... I wasn't aware of certainly any of the marital laws until I myself became engaged. And because I'm interested, I went off to marriage training and the large proportion of the lessons that my husband and I went to were all about what they're called the laws of Nida. And Nida is all about these purity rules. This is actually one of the most important laws of Orthodox Jewish marriage. So when a woman is menstruating during that time, most people refrain from sex during that period anyway, but this goes further. If you're going to obey all the laws of Judaism, you're not actually allowed to touch at all. So you're meant to sleep separately. You're not even allowed to pass your husband or he's not allowed to pass you some food across the table. So the idea is you're impure as a woman during that time. The sort of secondary part of it is that you then, at the end, go into the mikvah, which is a traditional ritual pool that the woman must go in wearing nothing, no makeup, no nail varnish. And then only when she emerges from that can she then resume normal contact with her husband. But the other theory behind Nida, which is the more romantic one, is that when you do touch after that period, it keeps the specialness of being a man and wife. I do understand the theory of restraint makes you want something more, but to restrict your husband from giving you a hug because you're on your period, that doesn't make sense to me. I was already starting to go down the road of questioning whether Orthodox Judaism really was the branch of my religion I should be adhering to. But I have to say, the marital lesson where we learned all about these rules to do with purity and touching angered me. It was a very impactful statement to me that you couldn't do any of these normal things because you were considered unclean as a woman for doing something natural. And that, to me, seems like a man-made bit of religion. It doesn't seem like a godlike thing. For all I just said, Judaism is actually a pretty good religion at the Orthodox end and the Reform end when it comes to the rights of women. 
there's a lot of equality enshrined in it. So it hasn't been a difficult thing to be a feminist and be a member of the Orthodox Jewish world until quite recently for me. As I'm getting older, I've started to reform my views of what is important to me. And I'm not particularly religious. I don't go to synagogue very regularly. I don't keep kosher in my home. I don't abstain from activity on the Sabbath. But then I am strongly of the mindset that there is a God. And I'm starting to feel like the most important thing is that relationship, not all the rules and regulations. And you can hear this programme again and find other editions of Things Unseen at www.thingsunseen.co.uk.